And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Let's do it. Welcome to the Athletic MBA Show. Monday through on the Athletic Podcast Network. Uh, no, say, oh, wait, here oh, you go. Now yeah, you're, you're, here comes the Matrix. We're in the Matrix now. Uh, now what? Matrix. All right, Neo. Oh, Neo. You see him. <laughs> watch, watch this. Watch this. <laughs> this is oh, Something's happening. I, I'm, I'm still like waiting for your picture. <laughs> I pressed set. it. Oh there, oh, there you are. What? Do you want to know what it is? Y'all can't hear me, huh? No, no, we hear you. you. We got you. Oh, man. Wait, can you not hear us? Oh. Can you hear us? I should have stayed on the phone. Why? We hear you. We hear you. We can hear you. Let's bring DA into the conversation here. Welcome to Who Comma is Jason on the Athletic Podcast Network. Turned it on and I heard Shaq with the barbs like the bullshit and braggadocio. I was transported right back into it. I was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> I think I rap better than Shaq. David, David Aldridge. Aldridge. Oh, he's totally playing. Him. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then he yeah. got their lungs out in front of everybody on TV. Michael was not your friend. It was popping in there. And Marcus Thompson. I just can't get with this idea of taking one hour of content and finding the morsel that might pop and blowing at him. Hoops and Jason. Jason. Welcome to Hoop 5 4. We have ignition. It is an on-the-road edition of Hoops Adjacent on the Athletic NBA Show. David Aldridge, I am in Brooklyn. That's all I'm going to say. Somewhere in Brooklyn. Marcus Thompson is somewhere. Are you in Brooklyn or in Manhattan? I'm in Brooklyn, Marcus? and I'm You're the bad rapper also. right now. Okay. Like, <laughs> Wait, how are you not at the same place? Because Marcus, I'm not allowed where DA is. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't you, have the credentials. I don't you have would definitely be allowed where I am now because this is, you know, you know, on the Marriott properties list, it's like, you know, the five star. This is not the five star. I'm just put it down. I'm, I'm, they, they, they like, yo, do you have a Hall of Fame credential? And I'm like, no. Like, get out of here, buddy. That's, that's, where, that's where DA stands. Yeah. Mark, I, I, I haven't traveled in a while, yo. Like, listen. Yeah. This is this is for kids. This is for youngsters. Yes. Like this this road life is no punk. Like no. Right. I am I am it's a, it's rough out here. The <laughs> flight from Charlotte, first off, I almost had a heart attack. Why? Charlotte felt like the Charlotte airport felt like it was twenty eighteen. It was so many people. No, and just everybody everywhere. was chilling. Like, just non mask, like, just breathing coughing you, on you. Do you guys understand what's happening? I'm like screaming, like do you, do you understand? Like it, it was chilling. I was like, yo, this is crazy. It's like 28. It was like a throwback to a different time. See, I, I, I haven't flown I yet. You haven't Thursday's flown. my first flight in two years plus, and I'm uh, yeah, I'm nervous. It is. Oh. It is. It is unnerving. It is jarring. Like I already hated it. So yeah. do you hear, <laughs> that Do you hear the dulcet tones of oh, Michelle God. Beadle on your podcast right now? Because that's who it is. I screwed up your intro. That's it's my bad. Fine, Beadle. First of all, Beadle. <laughs> Beadle, what is it? What's the ink on your wrist there? What is that? 
Um, this one, well, yeah. it's like the, half of them look like prison tots, but this one's a moray, which I got a long time ago. Okay. But my mom calls me and people thought it was a mare. So I just started telling people I was a big Stoudemire fan. <laughs> I was like, what a weird thing to ask. Then I added flowers to try to fix it okay. after the fact. The lemon's the newest and that's from going to Amalfi and it actually looks decent. But okay. yeah, most of my stuff is like, it's not great, but. So are you, next is the uh, tattoo tier. Yeah, right, like, right, right, right. Yeah. The, bar- the barbed wire on, around your around your bicep. Just, just, <laughs> just get the pro. Well, if I do right my here. list ever, then I'll have reasons for tear <laughs> <laughs> The fabulous beetle is is with wait, us, wait, hold Marcus. On, hold on, She's hold a teammate. What is that a Rams hat she has on? It Michelle, is. are you fucking a Rams is. hat? Even did after you, did you the game, even after this week's game, I'm doing it. That was a beatdown. That was awful and boring, but. I won my fantasy game because the other guy had all the Rams, but yeah, it was, uh, it wasn't even enjoyable to um, watch your boy, your boy, Matthew Stafford killed me last <laughs> night. I had a shot to beat Mark, to beat Mark Spears uh, oh. in our league. And your boy just bad. Just oh, you were awful. feeling good. I was game. like, I got Stafford a shot against this defense. Exactly. He's going to throw for about 404 four, yeah. four touchdowns. Oh, my gosh. My I don't goal. know. I hope this isn't like a thing. Like, this is a turning point where they I don't just want this. I, I think it's a bad either. matchup. I think it's a bad matchup. The 49ers always do this. They I just think it's see. a Shanahan. They just they know, know how to match. They do. I agree. Yeah, like the the night at one point I was like, are the night is the Niners defense really good? Did I just not know. Anything? No. <laughs> I didn't think they were good. They, they just, looked amazing. They, they just got destroyed by Colton McCoy the week right. before. Like exactly. <laughs> so that's why I'm thinking. Well, yet. Stafford's going to light these guys up. You know, like yeah, I don't like, like it. Mm-hmm. I hope they get out of it. Anyways, don't worry, so yes, fine. it is a Rams hat. It is a Rams. They'll be all right. So I am so thrilled. Beetle, that you are a part of the athletic family. Me too. Your new podcast. What did I miss? Which also happens to be one of the great songs from Hamilton. What did I miss? <laughs> Sung by Thomas Jefferson. And I wonder. I don't know if that's why you call it. What did I miss? But that's your name of your new podcast, Beetle. I missed a lot. I missed a lot. I was gone for a really long time. Probably longer than uh, one should be gone. <laughs> but Who but came I came up with that. By the way, you came up with that. Um, well, yeah, we were trying to. I just didn't want to be like, oh, Michelle, be like, that's yeah. That was so. Just started that saying was, things. Thanks. Very good. It, it actually fits. That's pretty like, good. Whoa. It does. Now we got Marcus's picture. Whoa. Is that like Why your do- dating app thing? What was that? <laughs> That's your Tinder app. Yeah, yeah, real exactly. serious. What happened? What happened? It just, it just, it just automatically went to, your, it went to your picture. It that's what it your, was. To your, oh, to that's your my picture. wife. Yeah. That was, no, it was you, though. No, it was you. It was your picture, your picture that's on yeah. your athletic picture. Oh. It's like a really oh, good yeah, headshot. It's kind of fly, right? Yeah, it's kind of mm-hmm. fly, right? I had, yeah. I had somebody I do like, it for me, yeah. You were brooding. Fancy. Yeah. Brooding, brooding black man. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> you know. Oh, my God. So, so Marcus uh, I thought, and I... I thought my Tinder popped up. I got scared. I was like, nobody's <laughs> supposed to know about this. <laughs> like, this is awkward. Turn it oh, off. No. <laughs> <laughs> I almost threw the phone, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> that would just be... It would be awful. It oh, would just not be good. So, so we're in Brooklyn to to chronicle this great matchup on Tuesday between the Nets and the Warriors, the reunion of KD and and Dre and and Steph on the Love court this. again. And I was like, I'm, let me come up because I didn't think anybody was coming up besides Slater, but everybody's here tonight. I'm gonna be like the eighth guy writing tonight. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, nope. it's yeah, this is a sexy game. Yeah, like, I mean, this is a this big is a good time one. game coming up. So I'm excited about it. So Beetle. You know, you like you said, you just went away for a while. 
<laughs> and I know, I mean, I get part, I know why, but then it's okay. I think this is how it has to happen. But what was that like? Just not being around for it was, a while. It was the most um, freeing Honestly, I thought I would panic because, you know, this business, you feel very much like, well, if you're not relevant, then you're not working. And if yeah. you're not working, you're not relevant. And then people will forget. And once I got past that, that initial fear and just started, I didn't care. I thought, well, I'll either work again in this business or I won't. Um, and I'll figure it out when we get there. But I'm going to enjoy like, like it was beautiful. It was beautiful not posting on social media. Oh, and then if you did post, not caring about it and, yeah. and just, you know, no negative energy or crap that you had to deal with from like working at a certain place. It was just very nice and, and peaceful. And I got to be around the people I wanted to be around. Um, and so, yeah, I enjoyed it way more than I ever thought I would because I had worked for so long and a lot and it was just all of a sudden nothing. And it was, it was awesome. I mean, the pandemic kind of killed the whole traveling thing that I had planned. Yeah, but, right, you know, right. That's okay. That's just the universe telling me I wasn't supposed to travel. Did, I guess. did you? Did but, you uh, get to go anywhere? Did you spend? Did you? I did. I went. I before it, I went Switzerland and Como, came back, and then I went to the UK for like five weeks. And when I returned from that, was sort of when everything started to shut down. And okay. I was like, ah, okay, well. We tried, yeah. but you know, and that was fine. It was, I had family around. So I, at least I wasn't, cause I know a lot of people had the short end of that stick where they were stuck by themselves somewhere for right. a year and a half. Right. Um, so I got lucky in that. And yeah, I just, you know, I, it's a great, I'm grateful I had the chance to do it. Like I was in a position where I could, and it was, I loved it. I wish everyone could do that once. Cause you sort of embrace what you're going to do next a lot more than you would. Yeah. So can, so can we get on? Let me get on your couch real quick, uh, because I, I do think this is, you know, we're hoops adjacent, you know, so we can veer yeah. off into the. But that's in the name. I, it's in the title, so that's what we do. <laughs> I think there's something important. Maybe you're talking to young journalists, or maybe you're talking to people who want to get in here. But one of the things that I've learned is that a lot of the pressures and anxieties and stuff are a lot. We impose them ourselves, sure. right? Like it's all like inside baseball, and it becomes this kind of yeah. like weighty measurement that we just created and yeah. you've been able to get away. You've been able to kind of experience life without it. And, and, but there's also this other side where this is kind of a privilege, right? Which is, you know, like this is a great career to have, yeah. even if, mm -hmm. even if sometimes it feels that way, but for the people who can't step away, like how, how do you keep all this stuff in like actual perspective for what's <laughs> real, what's real pressure and what's, now, I remember I used to frantically worry about whether or not another newspaper had something. And then you realize they're oh, kind no. of two different readerships. Like they, they, yeah. they're, they, they don't pass it at night. I'm really just competing with my peers off a standard yeah. we created, right? Like right. readers don't know <laughs> right. this stuff, right? Exactly. So it's like, how do you, if you're in it, how do you keep the perspective? Maybe if you just can't get away, like some of us are fortunate enough to do. Yeah. You know, well, so at the end of when I was, Right before I left ESPN, it was the, the what was that, 18 finals, I guess? Yeah. Um, it was really the lowest point for me there. And, and it was unfortunate because for me, you know, getting to do NBA countdown was as a bit of a dream job. And um, it was being ruined by factors that were, you know, in-house. Like it was coming from inside the house and yeah. nothing was being done. And so that for me was just a very difficult learning moment and you you can't blame yourself first of all i mean we're all trying to be competitive this business is hella competitive we all mm. know that um for a variety of reasons uh, how good is your product how good are you what do you look like how old are you i mean there's a million things to to think about all the time and you really have to sort of 
get in your own head and tell yourself you cannot worry about the things that you can't control. I think for me, it was frustrating because these were things that could have been controlled and people were choosing not to. Um, and it was just a, an everyday anger that I had, um, not the people that I immediately worked with, but right. by any, I mean, I loved them. I loved in front of the camera and behind the camera on that show, but it was just disappointing because we have enough that we're competing against in this business. Um, and when you realize that certain players in the game play by different rules and, and play dirty, mm -hmm. it's just, it's a bummer, you know, and you, I believe in karma and I do think sometimes it kicks in, uh, mm -hmm. but you don't want to see that. And so I think my number one thing I tell young people, especially women is like women can be their own worst enemies, especially in this world. Um, and try not to be like, be confident enough in what you do and how good you are that you don't have to play dirty to try to get ahead because you might get ahead for a minute or two, uh, but it will catch up and you know what you did. And so that's my biggest thing. Just do yeah. you just concentrate on you. Don't lose focus. Every, there's going to be someone better, whatever, at some point, but do your best. And it sounds cheesy and dumb, but that's really all you can control. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Yeah, I mean, Beetle, you and I have similar stories to tell. <laughs> um <laughs> And it was, I'm sure it, we do. it's so, it was, it, it was just the last year there, the finals for me, it was 2004. And it was just like, this is all wrong. This is all wrong. <laughs> like, yeah. like what? And literally it's like, what did I do wrong? Did I do something wrong? <laughs> like, you know what no. I mean? And you sit there and you go over it over and again and again and again. And you're like. I don't think I did anything wrong at all. <laughs> you know, if anything, you probably did everything right, but that yeah. wasn't being rewarded. Yeah. And so it's, and it's hard to do that in public. It's hard to do that in public, you know? Oh, it's hard when like, you know, people are writing things uh, yeah. that you know aren't true yeah. or, you know, how, what your next thing, none of these were true. Like no one asked me, I didn't tell anyone. Right. And that's frustrating. And yeah. that's only, you only get used to that in time because at first, when I first started and the first time anything was ever written about me, I mean, I was like, I was so angry and I lashed out and I was like, well, who do I get for this? Then you realize in time, like, there's nothing. There's no defense. Yeah. yeah. There's I nothing. mean, I tell my friends and family, don't Google me. I'll send you articles that are real. Yeah. Everything yeah. Else, just assume it's not right. Yeah. <laughs> Unless I told you. You're right. Yeah. It's kind of stupid. It's, it's, and it's such a dumb thing because we're not the story. Like we're not right. supposed to be anyways, but right. this, this industry has taken some weird turns, I guess, in the last decade or two. Yeah. Yeah. I that's the part that we don't like discuss either. Right. And you just kind of, 
you know, some of uh, we came up in it, right? We know about a different time, but it just looks so glamorous. It looks so like, you know, sure. I want to do that. But man, especially for women, like, it's, oh, of course, like absolutely. you gotta be a you billion just times to, worse. Yeah, yeah. There's, it's <laughs> it like it's a billion I, times worse. No, I'm is. not just no saying question. that. Well, I know it's, it well, it's always, no it's, the, it's always the ones that claim to be the feminists, and you're yeah, sitting there going, yeah. girl, please. It's, like, it's, I know everything it's, you've it's, done. It's, it's, it's the, it's the woman. Woman on woman crime, for lack of a better term. But then it's all, you know, look, Marcus and I have to deal with a lot of things because of our race. But we don't have to deal with that and people hitting on us all the time. You know what I mean? Like, or that's just, not, no. Or that's part of like, the deal. It's true, though. Like, I remember walking, I remember the first time I realized we had, I had another woman. I don't want to say her name because I don't know if she would want that, but she was on the beat with us. And I remember yeah. we're like on a road and we're in the locker room. And I just remember realizing that pe- they just figured I knew I w- what I was talking about. They just knew. Like, yeah. just, like I had that automatically when I walked in. You had and credibility, it, it, it right. Would, it would take me to say something dumb in order for them to be like, man, he don't know basketball. Of course he right. knows basketball. Black, <laughs> right. black dude right. from Oklahoma, he know basketball. But she, right. they were right. like, what you doing? It was just like, yo, they, before right. she could say a word, the right. assumption right. was she didn't know what she was talking about. I was like, yo, that is that is wild when you think about it. Like, you it's, gotta... It's crazy. You don't even have to blow it first. They're just walking in. Like, no. What you gotta ask? Man, you, no, let me, let me hear your question, right? Yeah. 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 And that's, and then, that's and small, like that's minor compared to what you have to deal with. But it's still, like, that's that's kind of huge, actually, when you think about yeah. it. It's kind of... It's kind of... Look, I I'm, I will never blame people for sort of making judgment calls on, on like, an appearance. I get it. We, we do it. It's just inherent in us. Um, but at this point in this game... I don't, it just gets old. You're like, I think it's gotten better. Maybe I've just stopped listening. It's probably okay. more of the latter, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah it, it is kind of a funny, I, I was listening to, um, this is the most random thing, but it just happened, but it was during, well, I think Steve Sarkeesian's like press conference this weekend. And I don't know who the guy was that asked the question, but it was legitimately a 56 second long question that was very poetic and flowery and weird. And all I could think about, I remember I looked over at my boyfriend, I was like, do you know how much I would get crushed if I was in a press conference room and I asked that question? Right, right. Sure. I would, and rightfully so, because it was ridiculous. Yeah. But like killed, killed. Yeah. And so we just all have these different standards, fair or not. Um, and you deal with it, but it's fine. I mean, look, people are going to think what they're going to think. And at this, I'm 46 years old. Like I couldn't possibly care less what strangers think anymore. Yeah. Um, Again, see, that, that's DA. That's it. That's that. I've been away from the game. See that right there? <laughs> yeah. that's, 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 that's it right there. Right. I need to know right. how to get that without leaving. Because I right. can't. Yeah. No, no, you will. I promise you. Because you're like, I you know what you, you know you're good. It's yeah. the yeah. knowing yeah. your value and your worth. And don't let the other. Because it's scary how quickly people can sort of play with what you think your value is. Sure. Um, and you have to you have to push that away. Right. Right. So you're, you, you famously, I listened to your podcast, your first podcast, which was phenomenal by the way. <laughs> um, and it was, it, it, you, you, you walked, you, you walked back the whole UTSA thing. You were like, I was only there for a little while. It's not a big deal, <laughs> but obviously San Antonio means a lot to you because you went back. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was it that brought you back? And what, what is it that, that you wanted to do when the Spurs said, Hey, come, or you went to the Spurs, however it worked out yeah. and said, Hey, let's work together. I mean, it was, well, A, I would, it would have never in my whole life. I never intended to live back in Texas again. This was one of those, I got out and I wasn't coming back kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was already- <laughs> I mean, you know, and, and everyone knows that. Like my best friends, I've 
been over 20 years, we've been best friends. They laugh because they're like, we haven't lived in the same city in almost 20 years. And so they're just still a little bit shocked that I'm here. And they keep waiting for me to be like, I'm moving. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I, there was no plan. Um, I came here to visit family was here a few months and and realized like I didn't actually have to live in LA anymore. I only had moved there for work. Yeah. It's a fine city. Don't hate it, but I didn't need to be there. Yeah. Um, and I was like around my family and my parents are getting older and I was around my friends and I could have a glass of wine with them every day if I wanted to while I was here. And I thought there's no reason not to stay. So I put my house on the market, sold that from here, brought this one and was like, okay, now I'm here. Now what? And it was funny because I had, I'm still in contact with a lot of the people from the Spurs. And it, it is very much family like there. A lot have yeah. stayed this entire time. And they're like, would you ever want to do something? I had dinner with RC Buford and he's like, would you want to do something? Da, da, da. And I was like, first of all, you guys are the reason like anything ever happened in my life. I have no idea what I would have done had that not happened. So I had no plan. I had no plan BC or anything. And I said, I'll do whatever you guys want. And we kind of were trying to figure it out. They're like, do you want to be the third person in the booth? And I'm like, look, I'm a confident person, but there are some women in the booth doing some amazing jobs. And I'm not about to set us back three decades by going into the booth during live games like that. So yeah, there's no way, but I was like, but I, I will do whatever. And we sort of kind of played with that idea. And I was yeah. like, well, I guess I'll do at least one day of work a week. That's right. better than what I've done for two years. Right. And then right. sort of, and then I started talking to the athletic and I was like, oh yeah, I get to do that from home. Like it's just, um, it's a peaceful life here, but not in the sense of like, I, you know, I don't live on a farm or any kind right. of thing like that. It's just, it's just by the people that I trust the most in the world and that I love and that always, have, they're all here. Yeah. And that's a beautiful thing for me. It's a, it's not anything I've ever been guided by before. Cause this is the first time I've done anything that wasn't work related, but I mean, again, it's a blessing that I've been able to do it. And I recommend it if you ever can. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's also oh. getting older, COVID, sure, yeah. Absolutely. perspective. It, it all changed so, everything. So can you, uh, you can level with us now, right? Was there a part yeah. of you that was always boiling in LA with all those Laker fans? You know what saved me? The, the thing that saved me was always having Marcellus Wiley close enough okay. because he, as a Clippers fan, would just basically take the brunt of any sort of ridicule and whatnot. Because, you know, unfortunately, the, the Spurs haven't been great in, right. in a minute and they probably, it's going to be a cycle. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's not even just Lakers fans. It's like LeBron Lakers fans. Those are the ones that <laughs> yeah. I like, yeah, like, yeah. Sure. Like, what, who, who are you? What are you? <laughs> Plus, right. it's, it's part of your blood. You got to hate the Lakers. It's oh, like I always hate. I mean, there's always a part yeah. of me that looks at Shaq like, but I love Shaq. Right. <laughs> but I'll always remember he disrespected David Robinson. Any chance he got, I'll never right. forget that. Ah. All right. So, I, so I'm. I want to know what, what this is like for you because you, you know, the Spurs were the gold standard for two decades, right? I mean, like, you know, That's crazy winning champ, winning five titles, and everybody going to the Hall of Fame, and Pop's going to go <laughs> whenever he stops coaching. And now you're like, you're right there in this. It's it. They have turned the page on that. And is it weird? It's only weird. I think for fans that are maybe just a little unrealistic, I think, Mm. you know, when you're a young fan, you just want your team to win and that's all, you know, and I, I get it, but you know, having seen the different versions of the Spurs over decades, um, yeah, it's, it's a, it's logical. It can't be great forever. Right. B, I will say this, like I've been around teams. Like I think my first or second year doing sideline for the nets was, was like a 20 something game, like win game season. It wasn't yeah. great, 
Um, but I wouldn't say that that team necessarily loved each other or like was young and, and like these kids, they're kids. I can say that now. Sure. They're um, all kids now, Michelle. They're, they're children. Like it's, 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 I mean, Josh Primo, like, yeah, it blows my mind when I look at that face. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, you're a child. Uh, and, but they genuinely, like when you see them, it's, I don't know. I'm, not, I'm a pretty cynical person, but I look at them and I think they're young. They're hungry. I think Pop is, I think that's why Pop's still here. I think he's enjoying actually kind of really coaching young people. Yeah. So yeah, I think as long as they also don't get down, you know, cause it's, they've been in some close games and lost some stupid ones like that, but they're in them. And that's better than I think some people might've thought. Yeah. It is what it is. Being a sports fan can't always be great. Like it's even Warriors fans. They thought that was going to go on forever and they had to sure. wait. So, what you mean? They waited forty years for it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, you remember how it was like all the Warriors fans? I was like, I didn't know you were a Warriors fan. Where'd you come from? Yeah, and then all yeah. of a sudden, it got quiet again. And sure, you know, maybe this year will pick hey, there up. There was but... a solid crew, but it wasn't as big as they were acting like it was. Warriors Laker games have more yellow jerseys than blue. Ones. Oh, of course, oh, sure, 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 sure. Oh, yeah. Sure. Like, well, that's the tough thing about any like I have Lakers were here not that long ago, and that was almost all Lakers fans. It's yeah. so irritating. <laughs> it's got to be brutal for the players. I can't imagine what that's I, like. Especially yeah. these kids because they were getting booed in the own their own building. And I like, if, I remember they missed like seven three throws at the end of that game. And I thought, well, yeah, yeah. like they're yeah. getting booed at home. They have no idea what's happening. It's, it's bizarre. Yeah. There's no Tim Duncan on the bench going, mm, it's fine. Right. <laughs> right. It's just weird. I, yeah. We'll never see Tim again, I think. <laughs> he's, <just> gonna- <laughs> he's around, but he's just, he's, he's like Bigfoot. Yeah. <laughs> but I know he's in the build. I know he's there somewhere. Just don't see him. <laughs> All right. So what talk what what do you what do you think about the season so far? Any teams interest you or players intrigue you? What do you what do you think about what's going on I so mean, far? I mean, I I'm enjoying this sort of Chicago. I like the Chicago run. Yeah. Um for a variety of reasons. I thought their offseason was very interesting and probably didn't get as much love as some of the other stuff. Um, but I also think as a town, Chicago's just if not the best sports town, at least top two or three. Fantastic. Um, so for me, that's fun. I actually am enjoying the Warriors aspect because, again, you know, you've got those California teams and so much is made about Clippers and Lakers. And just I, as cute and adorable as Steph Curry is, I know that has to fuel him. Just I don't mm-hmm. want to hear about the Lakers anymore. And so I love the idea that they will go on this run and that Clay will come back, hopefully, and be, like, good. Mm-hmm. I want that to be the story. I want them to be in the finals at the end because – it's just, it's just more fun. The yeah. league is more fun when they're in it. And it will be kind of fun to look at that Lakers team that, you know, whoever put together and just think it didn't work. That was not a good plan. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to, I mean, it's been a terrible start. I still think I'm still holding out that it may turn around because Westbrook was terrible in Washington the first two months. He was awful. And right. then he was the best player in the league the last month of the season. So he just does Washington. that. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Um, If you're as obsessed with basketball as I am, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Hey guys, this is JJ Redick. Twice a week, I'm cooking up something special for basketball junkies on my podcast, The Old Man and the Three. I bring on guests in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, like Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash. Or Paulo Bencaro on his shooting workouts with Kevin Durant. Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron when they were teammates in Miami. But it's not just about the player interviews. Every Monday, I break down the top three things happening around the NBA without the outlandish takes. Often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler, we dive deep into topics like rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? 
The Old Man of the Three is the only companion podcast you'll need during the playoffs this year. Be sure to listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. So you have such a unique perspective, Beetle, um, because you've been involved in so many different aspects of sports and broadcasting and and Hollywood also (laughs) for a while, right? You did that. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I – Marcus brought – you know, talked about how different the business is now, and it is. And I just wonder, like, I don't know. I don't have a lot of hope right now <laughs> for our business, you know? Like, um, I'm You're not, like trying to figure out how to word that. Yeah. That was the best <laughs> attempt at hiding like <laughs> a nihilistic demeanor. You know what I'm saying? No. Like, I was like, God, yes. Yeah. It's not, I'm not, I don't feel good about the way where this I'm, is going. I've never heard a more nicer, calmer Armageddon <laughs> siren. In my life. Right? That was like <laughs> it almost sounded lovely. Are you talking about the how like the screaming and the yelling is what's well, going? Everything, and- not just that, but the the kind of in how everybody is taking the everything in the house. Everything's in the house now. The players literally are interviewing each other all yeah, the time that's, now. That is you the know, one. and it's or they're going on the barber shop or whatever the show is that LeBron does. Um, you know, it's just Or they're like, talking to people based on a business relationship from another in another right. sector yeah. segment. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so it's that and it's the screaming and the yelling. And it's <laughs> the the you know, some of these relationships that we all kind of suspected were not on, not on the up and up, and not you know fair dealing. And oh my, that that same person has had the last seventy two scoops in a row. Um, <laughs> wow, he must be the greatest reporter ever. No, not really. He's so well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all of that just kind of is this, this whole melange of ick. Is, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I just no, wonder. You're right. You know what I mean? Like, how do you navigate when you just want to do good work? God, I mean, I, look, I, I'm not even going to pretend to be like, because you guys are doing, like, you're actually journalists and you are writing good <laughs> things, like things That's that so we want to read. You know what I mean? And it, it's to me, like, I guess it's sort of the way Hollywood, when reality television first came around, Hollywood started panic and they're like, well, now, A, it's cheap. Nobody has to write a script. You know, it is yeah. what it is. But it was garbage. Like, at the end of the day, it is garbage. And yeah. those of us who watch it will call it such. We know we're watching garbage. Um, what worries me, though, because of the way we all sort of ingest and consume now, and it's just nonstop with our phones, and, yeah, yeah. and like, young people, I don't think they have the attention span to read, like, a 2,000-word essay on something wonderful. Right. That's the part that I worry about. Like, where will that be in five to ten years? Because... I understand the players wanting to go to each other. I mean, look, if if we were in those ranks and all of a sudden I didn't have to talk to some stranger, I could talk to my buddy. Like, yeah, yeah, I'd probably do that too. Um, and so that will we won't be able to put that toothpaste back in. But yeah. <laughs> it's the it's the journalism part that I 
it, it bums me out because you'll watch TV and like, not to be a grammatical turd, <laughs> but I just hear ignorant stuff said all the time. And yeah. I'm like, no, what is that <laughs> happening? And, and then it turns me off and that I don't want to listen anymore to what the person's saying. And sure. I don't see that heading in a better direction because the money, the, the, the contracts for that are much bigger than the contracts for like a great writer at the moment. And that's, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. How yeah. That, that leads me to an interesting point. And I think you uniquely, your perspective on it would be unique. I wonder if the turning point in all this were when we became part of it, right? Like when, when, when the media personality became part of the grandeur of it all, because there was yeah. a time I remember being told to take myself out of the story. Mm -hmm. And now yes. it's like, yo, can you get in this more? Can you do this podcast? We want you out here. I wonder sure. if yeah. that, it, it may, it maybe it's like, you know, irreparable at this point, but I do wonder what kind of effect do you think that has? Is it a net? Is it a net positive, even though there's some elements we don't like? That's the chance. Like, now media people are getting paid. Like, we never got paid before either, right? Oh, yeah. That's probably yeah. good, too. So do you think it's a net positive that essentially the the J school primal <laughs> stay out of it ethics are, are kind of been pushed aside? Gone. Gone. Actually, you know, the other thing, like, remember, we couldn't say what team you were, like, a fan of? That, remember, yeah, I, yeah. Like a, I do remember no -no. that. Now it's right. like, yo, whatever. Yeah. yeah. See, I was part of, like, I was on that weird... Because I wasn't a, like I wasn't a train. I'm not a trained journalist by any yeah, stretch. Yeah, yeah. And so when I did start to do TV, I went into it with zero knowledge, zero background, zero actual desire to do it. This was just I was like, I'm gonna try it, yeah. see what happens. So I didn't know any better, and I was just like, I love the Spurs, and that just was like <laughs> that was it. No one ever told me otherwise. So basically, yeah. you and did you did this. You started this. <laughs> it's 100 percent my fault. Um, <laughs> But it's, and like, it's funny because I always used to think that it was illogical to think that somebody who got into sports writing didn't have, they weren't fans of something. Like, why else would you be in sports? Why would that be illogical? What do you mean? Why would that I, be? Like, of course, it just of course I've never rooted me. for a team before. I'm a sports writer. <laughs> Ever. I hate sports. I'm just kidding. Um, it's just, I don't know. It is weird because all of our survival now, career-wise, like, it's all about quote-unquote expanding your brand yeah, which I, yeah. I just want to show pens in my eyes but it's kind of what it is now and right. you like you guys are there to write stories but then you're going to do like podcasts and it's it's just kind of goes with each other i just hope that the youth the ones that are in college right now and the ones that are coming up there will always be a segment i think of any generation that wants to tell stories like yeah. to be good storytellers and i hope that they sort of stick to that because it is very tempting to watch you know somebody make this amount of money and you go well, I could easily just do the exact right, same thing. Right. I get it. I mean, I, yeah. I, it's the Kardashian syndrome. Like yeah, we yeah. all just want to be famous, but we have no idea what we can do to be famous. Right. <laughs> just, right that's the right. end game, I guess. I don't know. I just hope it continues at least till I die. After I die, I don't care what happens. <laughs> This can all go to hell. <laughs> but you, <laughs> so funny. I, I'm, I'm one thousand percent with you on that point. But I, here's the part. Here's the part that I worry about the next generation. I think they see, you know, Stephen A. They see you. They see D. A. And they think you just like walked out of a college class and got there, right? right. It's like, <laughs> but it's like, it's, so to me, the, that part of the game is cool when you pay your dues, right? When right, you go right, through the right, rank, it's, right. it's almost how you're good when you get there. Sure. But like, you're right. You just hope, you hope people still want that foundational element and not just want to go straight to 
that other part because it is it is highly seductive. I can imagine if I was coming out of J school now, I wouldn't I would not be interested in writing game stories. Like, <laughs> yo, put yeah. me <laughs> put me right. on the like, TV. I, I can argue with the best of them. Absolutely, yeah. I can yell. Yeah, because you know, I mean, but but think like every every industry like movie making. Yeah. Every industry has it. There's generations where they're like, I can, I know I can do this stupid movie and, and it'll make money and ha ha, I'll be fake. But you still have the ones in there that are like very serious and dedicated yeah. and they want to do something beautiful. Like, I think it happens every generation. I just don't want them to get lost. They that's just, have second, they just have, to have second jobs though, Michelle. That's the problem. <laughs> I know. That's, that's the crap part. It's like, oh, the, the payoff isn't what you think it's going to be. I'm going to work at this restaurant and I'm going to make real movies. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what it is actually. (laughs) So so Beetle, you have this, this new podcast that's on 17 times a week, apparently. Okay. So you, uh, when we, when we finish today, you better write an email to somebody. (laughs) Okay. Two questions. Who is your dream guest that you have, that you haven't gotten, that you've never gotten and you want to get? Don't say Barack Obama. Everybody says Barack Obama. <laughs> I know everyone says that. And number two, I heard, now, watch. I heard you about Michelle Obama. Right? I heard you on another podcast saying you want me to come on your podcast, yes. but it's going to take like three years. And I'm like, what are you nuts? It'll take seven minutes. What are you talking about? Do it yeah, now. You have to what wear a clown that? costume and we have to talk about nothing serious. Are can you I, ready? Can I, can I tell you? All right. This is, I, this is the God's honest truth. And I actually told Vince Doria this once and he just looked at me like I was nuts. And I said, Vince, I want to do a sports center commercial. You know, this is sports center. Everybody did. I want to be, I want to do a commercial. And he said, well, what would you do? And I said, all I want to do is wear a chicken outfit (laughs) and talk about how serious I am. You know, and it would start with a, with a tight shot of my face going, I'm a serious journalist. You know, I don't care what anybody else says. We're about the facts here, and I'm not going to sell out for anything. And it just gradually pans out and shows me wearing a chicken costume. And yes. I thought that would be funny. It would have been perfect. <laughs> I thought that would be no. hilarious. Why and didn't I would, they like that? I would love to do something really stupid with you, of course. Anytime. Oh, then I'm in. That's what I'm here for. I'm literally here to be stupid. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like it's been done. You know, I didn't want to. I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano, and we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies, Woo! and it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture-themed trophies for six basketball-related activities. Trophies like the Dominic Toretto I Live My Life a Quarter Mile at a Time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer Trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. All right, so so you're, so you're, if you could, I mean, who who's on the short list if it's not one person? You know, it's funny because I, I, there's no one like famous necessarily. Have to be famous. Hmm. Could be your sixth I mean, grade English have, teacher. I want Paul Pierce on because um, he was like a the most surprising person I've ever worked with that I genuinely loved. Like mm-hmm. I thought, I hate Paul Pierce. Why is this man wearing sunglasses indoors? I don't understand anything about this. And right. it turns out he's like the best. Yeah. He's like he's like my brother, but just raunchier and with more money than my actual brother. <laughs> you, you know where he's from, right? You know where he's from, Oh, right? yeah. 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 
No, why? people think he's from Los Angeles. He's from Oakland. Yeah, I know, but it's like, but why does he? But he'll just yell Inglewood to everybody. Exactly. I know he, he left at like ten or eleven, so he went to high school there. So I give him a pass. But we know where his like, roots are. I'm just telling that every time. I'm like, why do you lie to everyone that you're from Inglewood? Because you're not. But yeah, that's all he ever like. Yeah. So he's just from a fun standpoint. Yeah, sure. Um, it's really anyone that I know, like comedians. I think just sure. people that are fun hangs. I, yeah. I mean, really, like there's a lot of people that know a lot, but if it's not fun, then if, you know, if you're not, you guys know, if you're not having fun, then no one's going to be having exactly. fun. So that's really my only goal. I can't even think like, I, I think I have about some recommendations, go. by the way. Do you go? Who I will want to see on your show. Uh, yeah. Diana Taurasi. I oh, think, okay. Uh, I think that would be great. Uh, Yvonne good. Orgy. You and Yvonne Orgy from Insecure. Yeah, I think of course. She be, okay. I think she would be incredible too. And, Where did I just uh, see her on? I saw her on something. Probably might insecure. have been Jamel. No, 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 no. But it might. I think oh. it was a podcast. It might have been Jamel. Oh, and uh, Anthony Anderson. You got to get Anthony. Oh, Anderson. oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That Final is season. a high energy human. I'm Final in. season right. coming up. Just, yep. I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious, Michelle. While you were, you know, in the in in the honor of what did I miss? What what happened while you were gone? Where you were like, yo, I wish I was. I kind of wish oh. I was there for that. I, I would love to be behind the scenes on this one. Maybe you even yeah. picked up the phone and called some people. Like, I know. It's like my friends aren't sports fans. So you're just sitting there like, I have to say something. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. I mean, everything was sort of like a, like a blur. I think the, the bubble was just a, a weird thing that humanity has gone through like when you really sit back and think about what the the hoops that were being jumped through just to get some sports out there was also sort of like a weird perspective moment because i kept thinking like who cares about sports right now right but, right. but then as we know from you know tragedies before like sometimes that's what people actually do need i just yeah. thought the bubble was silly i thought the idea of it was crazy and so for me I, that was to watch from a and that was right after i left so that was just like it was almost like the joke with my friends was, are you a witch? Because it was like, not only did I leave ESPN and the NBA, then a pandemic dropped right. on the earth. And like, there was no season for a minute. And I was right. like, what do I do? Maybe I am a witch. You. Um, but you. I didn't wish that. I didn't. No. I mean, that's not specifically anyways. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> like, and, and like, even like Kyrie stuff is always kind of fascinating watched from the outside. Um, the Rudy Gobert, like coughing on the microphone. Stuff. It was just all surreal. I mean, yeah. there's always something going on, yeah. but those were the things that I just thought, what's happening? Yeah. I loved it. It, it was crazy to watch. It, I felt like an alien. Right. You know, it was a good alien feeling. <laughs> you were, you were like an ET alien. You were benevolent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, I was just consuming it. Like, right. like what's going on? Remember before how you were saying it's crazy to think a, some, a sports fan wouldn't like sports. I, I was one of those people who always like, yo, I'm going to be that. 65 year old dude sitting courtside with season tickets with hella buttons on like that's gonna be at every game like all the ushers are gonna know my name right dude it's but like now, e40 at warriors yeah, Day. It's just like, now, after having done this i can't even enjoy sports like to me it, no, it would be right. the worst thing of all time to yeah. after a game like just go home yeah. like yeah. i want to i want to go no, talk right. to people that i want to like i don't know I don't know how you did that. I would, I would <laughs> lose my mind knowing you it, could pick up the phone weird. and find out what really happened. 
But you right. like, <laughs> I mean, even like I would sometimes text like with friends that were sounds like, so what's what's actually happening? Like, and some of it wasn't even sports related. It was as we were just talking, it was like media stuff that was going on. Yeah, we like, sure, sure. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's Get super fun. But it's, you're right about the sports thing. You know what? Part of taking a break was kind of that too, because I, I actually didn't watch any sports for like maybe a year i would mm. say like off and on and when i did start to watch again i i watched like uh europe like english premier league and i watched started watching f1 so things i'd never seen before that kind of got oh, my juices F1, and I'm like, hooked, Michelle. So I'm is this hooked. the netflix thing again that got everybody hooked i'm beyond and it's dude it has like real drama like mercedes and red bull like they hate each other it's Michelle, why don't the nba watch this and adopt it they Thank do you. so many things that <laughs> would be you. incredible. Listen, they're so the catty. Like they'll literally talk. Oh my crap God. about each other yes. while he's right there. <laughs> <laughs> it is the pettiest thing. Yes, they literally will be snitching on each other. <laughs> just, just, just the other day, Max Verstappen got caught like fondling yes. his dude's car. Touching. Right? Like, uh, what's wrong with your car? Fifty yeah. grand. Well, you the, saw the, it today. Mercedes filed a couple. Yeah, they're they're like. It's, it's so, such yes, good drama. Oh, it's great. It's great. It's so much. It and then it's the best part. Cities. I love it. The best part, Michelle, is how, to me, it blew my mind how you can essentially change teams, yes. but you finish the year with the team you you're on. Finish, <laughs> can you imagine? Can, can you imagine? Can you like, imagine? Like oh Valtteri Botas is like the stepchild to Lewis Hamilton on the Mercedes team, even though I love him and it makes me root for him because you just feel. And he's no, he's known he's leaving for a while, but now he doesn't even care. And, and he knows who the <laughs> replacement is. He knows right. the guy they he want. Knows. Like, the guy's yeah. just taking his job. Is, can you imagine? Like, hey, Westbrook, you're going to finish out the season here, but you're not wanted after that. <laughs> you're going to have to get it. We get we get SGA. Yeah, we get it. I'm telling here, you. Watch it. Like, oh it's, my God. this is I how I knew it was something. My best friend in the whole world doesn't watch any sports at all. Nothing. She gets up at seven o'clock on Sundays and watch, she'll watch practice on Thursday. Wow. Like she's all that's in. me, Michelle. That's me. That is oh, me. Man. And then the, and, and, you, and, but you're right. The cities, like the, the, the like you, it's, it's a way to experience the world. Like you, yeah. you, otherwise yes. I wouldn't watch what's happening in Qatar. Right. Like, but now <laughs> there's a race there. So you're like, Ever. you pay attention. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. So here's what I think. We go to the athletic. We tell them we're going to need a little bit Don't of a budget, but we're me. willing Don't to stay. Do this in. To me. Don't do this and to me. And then this is what we do for the next year. We exactly. go to every we, we just go around the world. Listen, Monte Carlo. Or I would yeah. do that. I would totally do that. <laughs> I do it in a second. Man, in a heartbeat. It's, it's, it's incredible. Like, it, the, you don't the even way have to pay they... me a lot. I just need pay to like pay my bills, but like right. just put me in a hotel and right. I'll do it. <laughs> oh, just pay for my way. We good, yeah. Yeah, we good. that's it. <laughs> I, I will but go. It's very business out too, by the way. It's kind of luxury. The whole it's got to be business class it's or, high or we don't do it. No, yeah, yeah like exactly. yeah, it's like Singapore and Monte Carlo and yeah. England and like and the you know they come and here wine Austin. glasses and yeah, <laughs> like supermodels <laughs> and pretty people. <laughs> How about we just go, go to Miami though? The I one know the new one coming to Miami. How about I we know. do that one? We might be there for some Eastern Conference Finals action next. Uh, Maybe that's our audition that? tape for the Athletic. There you go. Like, look what you could have. All right. <laughs> so it's so it's 
right, Marcus I, and I, I was, we're honest. <laughs> so I, I think honest. Andrew, I think my dear friend Andrea Kramer will will be okay with me telling the story, and this will, and then we're going to wrap because we we need to wrap because we've been talking a long time. So <laughs> at some at some point, she and I and Mike Freeman, who's a dear friend of both of ours, who covers oh, yeah. covering the NFL forever, we were thinking about starting a, a, a talk show. We wanted to start a talk show. And talk about football, but also, again, talk about everything else that's going on in the world. And I said, I've got the title. And she said, what do you think we should call it? I said, Andrea and Two Black Guys. I think that would be a great title <laughs> for, for the show. Wow. And Honestly, so I'm thinking, wow. I'm thinking Beatle and Two Black PR. Guys to go around the world doing Formula One would be kind of funny. Come on. <laughs> it would be awesome. It would be. I mean, it could be like beads. Like, be- yeah, and then there's a little alliteration. Like, like yeah. <laughs> Exactly. We got you. Look, we have to get people's attention somehow. And then once we get them in the door, they're going to be hooked anyways. I've always wanted to be a pip. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, let's let's roll with it. (laughs) Guys, I'm going to start writing up some treatments. There you go. uh, I'm in. (laughs) I love that so much. Beetle, I love you. I'm glad you're back. I'm so glad. What did I miss is the podcast. It's on three times a week, which is one time too many. But even if you have to listen three times, it's great. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Thank Much you appreciate it. I and appreciate anytime, it. anytime I'm in San Antonio again, which is not going to yeah. be very often. Uh, I know. <laughs> <I'll let you> know. <laughs> it's hard to get here. <laughs> I went to San Antonio a lot the last 20 years. <laughs> it's like, you know what? San Antonio is your Cleveland. That's that's what I think yeah, of Cleveland. Like, a I'm lot of San Antonio. A lot of it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't know. If, yeah. I don't know if I need to see Cleveland again. I think yeah, you I, know, I think you know, I, never. Although I was I, thinking I think of I've going seen to Cleveland. I was going to go and talk to Mobley, but now he's hurt, so I can't go. See, that's <laughs> the universe telling you not there to you go. go. <laughs> so you've had enough Cleveland. Yep. You can see him in another city. He'll, you he'll can you can hear Beetle and you can hear this fine American podcast on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Tunes, wherever you iTunes, wherever you get podcasts. Leave a five star review. And Marcus, please remind Beetle, who's been away for a while, if the review is less than five stars, what mm. should they do? They should keep it to themselves, you haters, <laughs> and haters. go give what did I miss a five star. Yeah, Somebody better get a five star about Somebody you, in this place better get five stars. And I love it. Later. You're going to get on the list. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. 
See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.